episode 39. Mitchell Main here with, with my great friend, Pete Ray. Pete Ray's kind of mad at me right now. No, I'm not. Um, no, I'm not. X-Ray. I'll, I'll, I'll let the people know. And I have a proposition for you um, due to what's the nature of what's going on. So I've been flaky with the times. Is that it? Are you going to keep going or you want me to say something? <laughs> I thought you were going to explain. Yeah, he's been asking me to record for like three different times now and just keeps delaying it every single time. Yeah, I mean, that, that has happened. I, I was on a, a mountaintop two days ago and I came down from that mountaintop just to record this podcast and then was told, hey, can you do it tomorrow? And I was like, yeah. And then tomorrow came and I was like, how does this time work? Yeah, I can do that. Um, I'm not going to be ready by that time. So it's, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad though. I mean, I'm, I'm laughing. I'm having a great time. Um, th- yeah. Are you glad you came down from the mountaintop for this movie? Oh, well, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I could have come down from the mountaintop for much better movies. I agree. I agree, but I have a proposition for you if you're willing to accept this peace offering of a gesture. Okay, let's hear it. Um, any movie you have a you have a free pass for a over two and a two hour and thirty minute movie. Mm. You have a free pass to choose any single one you want. Um, I know that we established a rule about three months ago. That you could not choose a movie over two hours and thirty minutes. Yes, I'm 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 uplifting that rule for one one week. Um, not to put you on the spot with choosing a film now, but you you have some some leeway there. Okay. Um, you know what? Considering that you acted like this movie was three hours long and how long it took you to watch it, <laughs> uh, I think that that's only fair. And I will uh, I will accept that um, peace offering. Okay. Yeah. Are you going to use it for your next time or are you going to wait for something? I'm going to, I'm going to wait till the absolute, like you're in your last week of your master's taking your finals. I'm going <laughs> to pick it that week. <laughs> okay. Is that, that's going to be like Dune week, right? Doesn't Dune, the new Dune come out in the fall? Hmm. I don't know when it comes out. If you know, I haven't seen the first one, right? Oh, I forgot we talked about that on here. What the heck, man? So that's what I was thinking, a back-to-back. Dune and then the new Dune when it comes out. Dune and then Dune 2, Dune Squared. Hmm. So it seems like that's your pick, so I'll pick something different. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I'm I'm just, I'm providing a suggestion for you. If you were to use the over two-hour and 30-minute mark, May I suggest it be for Dune 2? Hmm. That sounds like a bonus episode to me, though. That doesn't count as an actual pick. Okay, so so you're not going to honor that? No, I'm, gonna, as a I'm going to pick. draw this out as long as I possibly can. Yeah. <laughs> you're just going to keep it in your back pocket? I'm pretty sure that there's a um, documentary that's like, I want to say it's like maybe nine hours long or something. What if I pick that? that would be sweet that means you're suffering too i've wanted to watch it for a a while though it's just such a 
such a task. Oh, you're not joking. It's actually nine hours. I got to remember what it's called and then I'll look it up. Um, okay, this is too general to to put my head around. I need specifics on this doc. It's got a really long title. Um, hmm. If I just look up long documentaries, do you think that'll get me there? It's got to. It's got to. Our producers are on it right now. Yeah. Thanks, producers. Um. All right. While we while we work on that, um, what what else is going on? We're just hanging. It's been kind of a lackluster week. Um, I do want to publicly apologize for just the the sporadic invitations that are frequently prolonged. We're here now, and we're going to talk a little Creed 3. Um, thank you for tuning in. X-Ray, thank you for being here on such short notice, being flexible. Um, not that you were doing anything else. We're getting into Creed 3 in a little bit. I have a question for you, um, and I just thought of this. In, in three words, can you define like a dad movie? Three words. We've talked about Bloodsport being kind of like a dude or a dad movie. Face Off. Mm. Yes. Um, I, I, I mean, my first word would have to be action. I think uh, dad movies have to have some sort of action in them, whether they're Westerns mm-hmm. or um, even like Saving Private Ryan. It's It's got action. That's a dad movie. Um we reviewed uh what was that brad pitt movie legends of the fall yeah ultimate dad movie that's got some action in it so it's it's got to be an action movie second i would say not kind of mindless but not necessary and maybe no i want to retract that because there has to be some like kind of sappy underlying theme to it that's not mm-hmm. one word but um you're using a lot of words right now okay we're gonna go action we're gonna go sentimental how about that okay i think that encapsulates that and then third um i'll just say mediocre <laughs> <laughs> like no no dad movie is like nominated for oscars yeah. Right. Yeah, those are that you're you're killing it. Those three words are really the best three words I think you could use. Yeah. You got any others to? to I was gonna up? instead of sentimental, like maybe sappy was what I was thinking. Yeah, which I said before as well. So you're. Ah, uh, did you? Yeah, I, I said they have to have a sappy <laughs> underlying theme. Are you saying snappy or sappy? Sappy, <laughs> like, <laughs> like trees, tree sap. Okay, okay, then we're saying the same thing. Um, um, what What's your opinion on dad movies? Time and a place. Okay. Just like listening to Walk a Flock of Flame, time and a place. <laughs> How um, are those two things connected in any way? <laughs> because I'm not going to, let's say this. I'm driving to the grocery store. Yeah. I'm probably not going to be listening to Walk a Flock of Flame. That's, yeah, true. I'm driving home from work, depending on the day of the week, 
More likely than not, I will not be listening to Walk a Flock of Flame. Yeah, unless it's like Friday afternoon, weekends. Exactly. Started. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I said depending on the day, but there's only one Friday a week. If I'm going on a run or I need to amp myself up, I'm listening to Walk a Flock of Flame. All right. If I'm if I'm wanting a movie that I can just throw on anytime past 10 p.m. and it's just me watching it. That's the time for a dad movie. You know, just yeah. watching it late night, summer afternoon. They're fine. They're fine. Um, my question, we're kind of just jumping right into our review with this one. Um, the whole time I was watching Creed 3, and we're going to get into it in a bit, I was asking myself, is this a dad movie? Mm. And... I wanted to see what you think before I continue on that. So is, are we starting the review now? Is this it? Are you going to give a synopsis? Is, or, is this, or is this a little soft launch? This is a soft launch, okay. exactly. Okay. Soft launch. Is this a dad movie? Um, hmm. <laughs> That's a good question because I think I have... Uh, this is crazy because I think I what I was going to start with, but I think that this is the perfect time for it is I created a new genre of movies while watching this movie. Mm, let's hear it. Um, it's this movie combined with another one. I'd like to call them ceiling movies. Ceiling movies. Yes. Ceiling movies. So I just watched yesterday. I watched extraction two on Netflix. Are you familiar with it? I'm familiar with it. Will I be watching it? Probably not. So for those that aren't familiar with it, uh, Chris Hemsworth's on Netflix. It's just like it, the director. The director is a stunt man, so it's like full on action action movie. But I I came up with this term ceiling movies because I feel like there's a lot of movies that like they're not trying to they're not trying to win Oscars. They're not trying to be like these immaculate pieces of cinema. They're just trying mm -hmm. to like reach a certain ceiling and that ceiling might be like an 80 overall. Like that's the most max score that they could possibly get as an 80 for me. So I felt like Creed three was kind of a ceiling movie that I don't know if it, if it hit its ceiling. That's the other thing is the the movie may have, it, it's a ceiling movie, but it may not always hit the ceiling that it's, it's set for itself. If that makes any sense. Man, you are a wordsmith. You're you're really taking the words right out of my head so, and putting them through your mouth. Well, and to go back to your question, <laughs> is this a dad movie? If this set out to be a dad movie, it didn't accomplish that. No, bro. That's what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> the, my answer to that, is this a dad movie? The answer is no. But I kind of wish it was. Yes, that's the exact. Yes, 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 yes. And I was even thinking back to, have you seen the first Rocky? Yes, of course. And I don't think Rocky's really a dad movie either. This one, let's just jump into it. Do it. I was going to do something else. We're talking dad movies, but we're talking most importantly Creed 3. This is the Michael B. Jordan debut directorial debut um creed three we've seen the first two first two were good first one was the best i think 
Second, eh. I think this one's the worst of the three. Um, hmm. But the synopsis reads, wait, Adonis wait, wait, has wait, been... Wait, 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 wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. I seem to recall that you you promised me a poem. <laughs> <laughs> you promised the audience of not a poem. You said, let's do this every time. <laughs> In the first Do you want time, to know something funny? First time you're up for it, you... <laughs> You, the moment I hit record, that's immediately what I thought of. That you forgot to write. But I was poem. like, I'm not going to say anything, and he won't mention it. Oh, I'm calling you on it today. <laughs> um, it would be a mediocre poem for a mediocre story. Hmm. <laughs> you can um, you can accept my uh, my trade about the two hour and thirty minute rule film. Um, with the stipulation that I am exempted from a poem this week. Well, but I don't think that's really how negotiations <laughs> work. I think that um, for for it to be acceptable for you to not have a poem prepared for this episode, you must write a sonnet, an iambic pentameter for our, the, the next movie that you pick. I'm going to deny that. Um, and I'll tell you what I'll do. <laughs> I'll give you a poem at the end of this podcast if you remind me at the end. Okay, this is going to be the worst review we ever do because you're going to be trying to write a poem the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's kind of we've never done this before on Teachers Talk Phil. Well, I'm going to be doing two things at once. Watch Adonis has been thriving in both his career and family life, but when a childhood friend and former boxing prodigy resurfaces. The face-off is more than just a fight. Um, very mediocre yeah, log good. line for a very mediocre story. X-ray. <laughs> if I'm filling out a poem. <laughs> you don't like this idea, but we're doing it. Um, tell me how you feel <laughs> about Creed 3. Yeah, if only we had a poem. <laughs> Um, well, let's go. Let's just start back with what we were talking about, um, that we wanted this to be a dad movie. And for me, when in the, I think in all three of my reviews for the first, second and the third, I, every time I just write in my review, I do not care about Creed's relationship with Bianca. And I do not care about Bianca's rap career, producer career, her any career. I'm sorry, I do not. Uh, and you know, this may be controversial, but for a dad movie, I kind of, there to, does there need to be a love interest? Even in like um, Bloodsport, the love interest was just ridiculous. Like it, it added nothing to the movie. So uh, I don't know. Does every movie need a love interest? I'm not so sure. Do do we as men really just want movies full of men? I don't know. It kind of seems like it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I was thinking when I was watching this? I kept looking to the side of my couch to see if I had my PlayStation 5 controller next to me because it felt like I was listening to a like a my career story in 2K. Uh, like that's what that the dialogue was so bad. That's what this is like. It's it's I wrote down what is this film trying to be? Right. That and that's the the whole problem with it is if if it's gonna be a dad movie, it could be 
we just need punches the whole time. I wrote in my letterbox review, slip repeat on letterbox, one of the greatest follows <laughs> you'll ever have. Um, that it, I would have given this five stars if it was just boxing scenes. The boxing scenes were insane. They were amazing. They were fantastic. I was yelling at the TV. And then we have scenes where uh, Creed needs to fight with Bianca in his mansion in L.A. I'm sorry. I don't care at all about that. Not at all. It's it's frustrating to see because I was looking at this movie and I started it. I'll tell you how I watched this. I watched it in three sittings. <laughs> Sitting one was 14 minutes. Oh, jeez. Uh, seating two was to the hour mark or so and then the last one just now that i watched um was the last like 50 minutes those four first 14 minutes were kind of good like the flashback at the beginning um i was like kind of liking it and then when i watched it at the like when i stopped at the midpoint it was right after um what's his name dame fights felix and he beats him up pretty badly i paused it after that and i looked at it and it was like over halfway and i was like this just it's not it's not satisfying me you know i i've seen that one fight i didn't know how the heck they were gonna pull adonis back into the boxing ring um just yeah i feel like they focused more on the relationship rather than him boxing and he was retired at this point. So do they really even need a Creed three? Is this a necessary movie in the story? Well, the, the other funny part about that, cause you said getting Adonis back into the ring for basically the first half of the movie, Bianca's like, Hey, our daughter needs to not focus on fighting and you yourself, you need to not focus on fighting. You need to care about your emotions and you need to realize that you've moved on from fighting. And then, she looks him in the eyes and says, you got to do what you got to do. Like, you need to go fight this guy. Like, what? Why did we have the whole first half of the movie then? What was what, what was the point of him going through this emotional change when he's just not going to go through it? That's another thing I wrote down right at the end. I was like, okay, so should we solve all of our problems through fighting? Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, yeah, there was so much. So much that it was just like, yeah, yeah. What what are we doing here? And why? At the same time, though, did you feel like it was like paced poorly? Um, nah. I I I was almost thinking back to when what you said about Spider Verse. uh, Mm -hmm. That you felt like it got slow in the middle, and I kind of felt like that as well with this this one because you mentioned like the beginning. I like the beginning, the flashback. I was like. I was probably, I don't know, two minutes before the flashback ended. I was like, okay, I'm done with this flashback. So that was perfect that it finished right when I was done with it. And we went to the present day. But, um, I mean, you got the the two big fights, right? Yeah, just two big ones. Um, Those obviously help push things along. Um, So, yeah, I mean, like you said, it took you three sittings. I feel like the biggest reason for that is pacing. If a movie's paced well, you don't stop watching it. Yeah, it's because it was just under the two hour mark. Did you think, did it feel longer? Yeah. Because for me, it didn't feel that long. 
there were you mentioned the two big fights. I think they should have, like you said, in your letterbox at Slippery Pete. Um, they just needed 12, 12 yeah. fights. <laughs> For real. They like, especially, um, I mean, I'd love to talk about the fight scenes because, uh, uh, like I said, I think they were the best part. The way that they were filmed and shot were amazing. Like, they were fantastic. Um, the the slow-mos. I remember when this movie was coming out, I kind of wanted to go see it in theaters and it just didn't happen. But I remember Michael B. Jordan saying that he watched anime or like he was inspired by anime um, in the boxing scenes. I don't really know what that means, but um, I I like I could see that he did it differently with like the, the slow-mos and the zoom-ins. And I just watched the YouTube video of like all the references that the the fight scenes made to possibly to anime um but yeah i thought that it was awesome that one punch that jonathan majors lands on michael b jordan right in his stomach and then Mm. it does the the slow-mo of his back and the sweat coming off of his back like that's an amazing shot i i could have used a hundred percent more of that yeah that was a good shot that was one that stood out to me yeah the sweat beads are levitating off of his back yeah, or yeah. even just the the close up like slow mos on their faces where you see that Michael B. Jordan sees like the gap between his arms and then he punches right yeah. through that gap. Like that's sweet. Do you do you because that's obviously his and his vision, right? Michael B. Jordan as he's directing. Do you think he needed to hire someone else for the other half of the movie that doesn't involve the boxing scene? <laughs> I, I think, um, well, somebody else probably should have written this movie. Uh, that, I think someone else did. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. But I, that somebody else should not have been that somebody else, if that makes sense. Keenan Coogler, Zach Balin, and Ryan Coogler, which is kind of surprising. And I at the end of the movie, Ryan Coogler's name didn't pop up. And I'm wondering who if the other Coogler is like his son or if he's related to him somehow. But... That, there's one scene where Creed, it's, I think it's when we first see Creed, he comes down and Felix is in the ring boxing. And he. I, I know absolutely nothing about boxing. I could have said everything that he said to Felix. It's like well, Creed's supposed to be the best boxer in the world. And he's, he's saying like the most normal Joe Schmo stuff off the street stuff to this prize winning fighter. It was just, uh, yeah, I, I felt like the dialogue was... Yeah, NBA 2K worthy. <laughs> 2K dialogue. Yeah, and that, I think he's telling him to just like focus and be patient. Yeah, he's like, it's not all about strength. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't know that. <laughs> Do you have any of those types of phrases as a um, seventh and eighth grade girls basketball coach? Oh, my goodness. I try and steer away from all those things. Cause, yeah, <laughs> Just like some things that you don't even like re- recall saying, you just say them. I, I sure hope not. I'm sure I do, though. I definitely notice, like, when I'm watching basketball games and you hear coaches say that, say, like, those typical phrases. A- anytime a coach tells someone to run, I like, they should just be, they should be told to quit right there. Why are you telling people to run in a sport? What do you think they're going to do? You think that they're out there to walk? <laughs> <laughs> but what if they're not giving it their all? What do you say? You got to tell them to run. No, telling them to run does not get them to run. 
you gotta you gotta call timeout. You gotta bring them in. And you say, look, our effort is not there. They're they're outworking us to the loose balls. They're getting the 50-50s. No one's diving on the floor. That's how you get people to run. You don't you don't say run. <laughs> and that's why you're gonna be Pete Popovich in twenty years. <laughs> But that's that's how the dialogue of this movie felt. It was telling people to run. That's it's pointless. It's better than him saying, "Hey, put one leg in front of the other in a perpetual cyclical motion, uh, slowly making one leg go faster." That would have at least been kind of interesting and different <laughs> than saying, "Hey, boxing's not about strength. It's about focus. It's about control." And it, you know, what else is really funny? He says almost those exact same lines to Felix as he does to his like nine-year-old daughter later on in the movie. <laughs> almost the exact <laughs> same thing. <laughs> well, there is a moment in the movie where he he Bianca tells him he doesn't know how to express himself. Mm. So, and so, so you, or <laughs> maybe it's purposeful. Because remember, it's like in there in their bedroom, and like he's down sitting on the edge of the bed, and he's like. Man, you always know how to explain your feelings better than me. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? I quoted it somewhere. Yeah, and she says, I don't. Or she's like, she says it's hard. Feelings always come easy to you. Yeah, yeah. So maybe maybe he's written poorly on purpose. You, you think that they want the protagonist, the literal name of the movie, to be completely one-dimensional character? Because wait, I would, wait, I would wait. prefer it. Me too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I would love it if he was, but they're trying to make him not be, and that's where it falls flat. So is it feeling like AI kind of wrote his character? No. No. Would you go that far? No. No. Do you think these it's... names are just are just up here? No. No. Because I, I bet you could give AI say, hey, I want an action movie. And you could make an AI watch Bloodsport and say, I want an action movie like that. And it would do a pretty okay job. That's what this movie should have did. Exactly, exactly. That, I think that that would probably be, maybe my main takeaway from this is like, hey, what are we trying to do here? We don't need to make this, again, like I said, sappy sentimental themes um let, let's just box let's just knock some dudes out let's see some sweat how many fights do we see in the kumite we see like 10 oh. or 12 like come on 15 to 20 at least yeah 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 so uh, two fights not doing it for me um also the montage what do you think of the montage yeah I was yeah gonna exactly exactly you know, is J. Cole really going his hardest in this montage song? Is he holding back? I, I don't know, because I was too focused on the montage itself and how lackluster it was. Well, that was my point. Do you think the montage, then, is holding back, too? Oh, I see, I see. Uh, yeah, my answer would be yes, 100%. Just... There's a, there's a famous... Like, there's a montage a classic montage in all of these movies right creed rocky you can remember them and i'll give credit to creed 2 creed 2 had a great montage where he's out in the desert with 
like he looks like convicts or just like i don't know some tough dudes out in the desert i believe the rick ross songs playing in the back and it's sweet it's a great montage it's fantastic so i was expecting something to that level and this one not great this one's very forgettable yeah and i think great montages they do have underlying themes like the the creed 2 one was that he needed to quit being so um like preppy he needed to get back to the roots and just completely destroy himself to get back to bare bones the one in i think it's rocky 3 rocky's out in the snow Dolph Lundgren's in the he's using all the equipment he's got the numbers and the data Rocky's lifting up horse carriages like there's a clear theme there it just didn't seem like there was a clear theme I know it's trying to show the difference between the two but it it wasn't very clear okay he pulls an airplane that's cool but what eh, I don't know what else yeah it's another thing I had with that too just the theme piece the theme is as to why he's fighting this guy seems rather like unimportant like yeah there was this moment way back in the day but like there just wasn't any investment for me to feel one way or another about characters can i be honest and say at one point it would have been cool to see dame win the fight Oh heck yeah, would have. And there, go ahead. The, the I think the great thing about the Rocky franchise and the first Creed is you're not totally sure who's going to win the fight. Doesn't Creed lose in the first one? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, like that. Um, that's fantastic. This one you knew a hundred percent when that fight's coming at the end. Uh, they tell you in the beginning. Oh my goodness, I can't believe I just remember that. Creed tells. Jonathan Majors Dame in the early on people love an underdog story and then later on in the movie at some point Creed gets called the underdog and it's like oh uh, I wonder who's gonna win the (laughs) fight now he's the underdog like come on it was just predictable predictable is an understatement yeah um I was gonna ask you something oh Jonathan Majors is perfectly casted, but he he doesn't feel older than Creed in this movie. He's two years younger than him in real life, I looked up. Yeah, he's 33. I think Michael B. is 36. Yeah. Just, I don't know. Do The reason, too, that they fought, like, the whole movie, like, you know they're going to fight because you saw it all in the trailer. I feel like the trailer gives everything away in this movie. Um, the trailer gives you all the cool scenes that you go to the movie for. Um, and then you go, and then you're like, I've seen all this. Now I'm just watching the 2K side story. Um, but with him fighting Dame, that felt very lackluster, too. It felt like it just kind of came about. And my biggest 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 issue with this movie there's no way on god's green earth that michael b jordan the donis creed would just call somebody up and say hey i have this guy who hasn't been a professional fighter ever um but he's gonna fight for the title fight 
in two weeks. Yeah. There's just no way. That kind of threw me out of the movie right from the get-go. Yeah. And I think that happens in the first one with like Creed's fight, but it's they even do the work to tell you because Creed has had like two real fights that have been like sanctioned or something. And they even say in the first one, like, well, you've been fighting these people in like some fighting ring. We'll just say that you've been doing that and that you're really like 22 and 0 instead of um, 2 and 0. So they even put in the work to make it a little more believable. Here, uh, we got no work. We go from Drago's got a broken arm to, okay, we're going to fight this guy. Yeah. Sad. Um, speaking of sad, uh, how about his mom's death? How about that lasting for five seconds? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that The conversation, too, right before. It's like they're forcing that sentimental scene there. It's just I wanted to feel bad, but I don't. <laughs> Not at all. I was, <laughs> I was almost laughing because I was like, this is completely ridiculous. Just why, why even have her show up in this? <laughs> you know. I didn't know that I also didn't know that I needed to bring a flashlight to watch this movie. This is the darkest visual. It's so dark. I could not see a darn thing. Because they're in that basement all the time, man. They're in that basement in the production studio. It's it is very dark down in there. And then at that party, how about at that party that um, Dame just knows Bianca better than anybody? He's like, oh, I'm the only one that can tell that she's singing your song and that you wish that you were singing it. That's like, yeah. This guy's been in the pen for 18 years and he just can read every human that he meets. (laughs) Did you ever think they were going to get together in this? Yeah, I thought he was in the conflict. I thought he was about to make moves at that part. Yeah. Yeah. He was giving her the look and it looked like she was kind of looking at him too. Yeah. Yeah. He did look great, though, man. Like, 0% body fat on that. I was going to say it, but I knew that you probably would, so I just wanted to let yeah. you say it. <laughs> he looked great, let's be honest. Um, Adonis, Michael B., he looked pretty good, too. But I I don't get the, like, I'm the old, wily veteran character out of Adonis Creed. Like, In a- it seemed misfitting. And it would have made more sense to you could have just made Jonathan Majors the younger guy. Yeah. Like you could have said that Jonathan Majors got put in prison when he was, I don't know, 16 somehow. Um, And he's like been gone for that whole time and that he's the younger one and that Creed's coming back as the old guy to show the young bucks how it's done. Like uh, that wouldn't have been that tough, I don't think. That's much better, honestly. Um, can I, I have a alternate ending for this movie. Let's hear it. Cause the ending stunk. Ending was bad. We, we have the final fight scene and then we get Creed's got to go console Mr. Dame. And then they got to go be a family and fight in the ring. It's just drawn out. Um, not needed. So are you ready for this? Let's hear it. Michael B. Jordan knocks Dame out. He's on the ground. Creed goes and celebrates, whatever, blah, blah, blah. 
Dame gets up, they make eye contact from across the ring, which I think even happens. And I thought that something, I, I could have ended right there. Boom, done. And I would have been okay. Instead, they make eye contact. Jonathan Majors just holds up his, his two fingers, like the, how they do their handshake, you know? Uh-huh. Michael B. Jordan from across the ring in the corner holds up his two fingers. From across the ring, they do their handshake, the two fingers, and then the fist bump. Jonathan Majors nods. Michael B. Jordan nods. Black. Respect. I like that. The, who won that fight? Creed. Oh, okay. I, I kind of zoned out in that part. <laughs> no, it's the, the <laughs> last the last fight. I thought you might have switched up who won the fight, though. No, no, no. It's like that that Jonathan Majors, that Dame has, like, he's... He's been humbled. He's back down to uh, Creed has. um, I mean, he's done what he did in the movie. He's surpassed him. He's planted himself as back as the champ. Yeah. And so does that lead into a new trilogy? Dame. Dame one, Dame two, Dame three. No, no, (laughs) no, no. You wouldn't want to watch the Dame, Dame trilogy? No. Unless they do it how I want them to do it. Just boxing. Yeah. That was the biggest thing we wanted to see. That and... and it, what about the fact that Sylvester Stallone saw it in this? How do you feel about that? Mm, didn't your mom say that he was in it when I met her? No, she's... She was... She was talking watched, about Creed. Yeah, the first one. She just watched the first one. And I think I just saw her this week, and I think she said that she watched the second one. I can't remember. But, yeah, my mom is a huge Rocky fan. Great taste. Yeah, yeah. When did Rocky come out? Because she probably just grew up on it. 1976 is my guess. Okay, so this is a great question. Since we just talked about how we don't like the story and it's not for us. Oh, I'm spot on. I'm proud. is is Mama Ray like in Creed Three? Oh no, she's gonna hate it because Rocky's not in it, uh, guaranteed. Do you think she would like the story aspect though? Um, no, she's not gonna like how dark it is. <laughs> like just visually dark. No, no, just the story in general that it's somebody that was in prison and that, um, like that. The, the blood and that Felix is getting knocked out, like stuff like that. The, the mom dying, she's probably not going to like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like That's she, tough on any mom. I, I know when she talks about Rocky, she just talks about how like inspiring it is, how awesome Rocky is as a, as like a dude that he wins these fights. So I, I don't, you, I don't feel like you have that at the end of this one that you feel inspired in any way. Yeah. It felt very, you're you're fro you're chunking. Are you saying something? No. Oh, you were still talking. Oh, no, I'm smelling this candle. Um. Anyways, it felt very shallow at the end. Yeah, that's the best way I can describe it. I will say though, for Michael B. Jordan's directorial debut, it's like it's not bad. I thought it was it was all right. It just needs. And and maybe it's us and our expectations of what we we want, but uh, it's it's again, 
it's it's hitting it's not hitting the ceiling that I have set out for it when I think about the movie itself. Yeah. It needed to be a dad movie. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Yeah. What'd you give this thing? Are you ready to give me your score? I am. In talking about it, I've lowered it. Um, so I, I gave it a uh, 65. Oh my gosh, that's brutal. <laughs> I, I, like, that's I, brutal. The, again, the fighting scenes were amazing. The fighting scenes were great, but the, you only get two of them. And um, the rest is mediocre, or I just really didn't didn't like it. Ah, but 65. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I gave it a 78. Okay. I mean, I think you said it's a a ceiling movie. I think its ceiling was like an 80 to 82. I think that's it. That's what its ceiling was based on the way the story is structured, based on what we're working with. The ceiling was an 82. Just a little too much to keep me excited, or not enough, I should say. Um, Giving me a 78. Yeah, Mm -hmm. 78. Um, I can better express my rating through a poem I have made. Were you going to remind me? Um, I had kind of forgotten. Did you really? I got pretty impassioned about Creed 3. I didn't think I would... uh... (laughs) I usually don't rip on movies that much, but I, yeah, wasn't feeling it. Yeah. Well, I don't have to say it then. No, I I want to hear it. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. You forgot. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Um, Okay. I'll read it. It's not great. A lot of this is off the top of the dome too, Um, but I have a, I have a poem here. It's called Creed three. Or 2K23. (laughs) And it goes like this. Creed 3 or 2K23. We like all the punches, but not the sappy sentimentality. Bianca wants him out of the ring. Come on, Bianca. We love the fight scene. (laughs) But you showed us all of that in the trailer. This movie isn't good. But I definitely would say it's not a failure. Foreshadows of the underdog, but at the end has no fight or bite like a wounded wild hog. No inspiration. Next time, take my coachly advice. Run and meet the required destination. Very nice. Very nice. That was not mediocre at all. That was fantastic. That was better than this movie. Yeah. I mean, it, it kept me engaged <laughs> for, for how long it was. It kept me engaged for a higher percentage of uh, of the total runtime. It's a 66 out of 100. Your poem? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fine with me. Creed 65? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. That was all off. That was... 80% of that was just off the top of the head. Um, I forgot to mention Stephen A. Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> oh, that was something I was going to say. This movie 
it it felt more like I was just watching, like in moments, like I was just watching the Stephen A. show, like just by boxing highlights, which would be pretty sweet. I needed more of that. Yeah, but Stephen, I also needed more um, Hennessy product placement. <laughs> did you see all of that? No, I did not notice that. Oh, they like zoom into it when they're in the hotel. Um, when I think Felix um, gets knocked out, there's just the overhead shot where he's just laying in the middle of the Hennessy logo in the ring. I did. They did say the zone a lot. Like that's the boxing. Um, like they broadcast boxing to zone. They did. Uh-huh. They did say that a few times. And oh, that's that scene where like all the the crowd goes away. That was sweet. That was sweet. That was an interesting scene. But I thought it was interesting that the boxing ring still had all the advertisements on it. Like I, I felt like it should have been like a dirt ring. Like that would have been like really we're we're not where we used to be. But that was a cool scene. Yeah. I really like that. That was the scene of the eleventh round. But it was like it was cool how they went from the second round to the eleventh. Like I liked how they jumped in time. I did like that. Too. I forgot about that scene. Maybe I'll give it a 66. <laughs> so do you retract your poem score? No, it's a 65. Poem 66. Oh, wait. You just took the poem down? No, because no, you no, put no, Creed no, no, up? no, no, no. Poem 66, Creed 3, 65, okay. set in stone. Oh, you just said it was 65, and then you said 66. No, I, was, I was talking about the movie. Yeah, I know. So the movie's a 66. No, 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 no. Creed 3, 65. Poem 66, okay. set in stone. Okay. Okay. I think you just wasted 45 seconds of my life with that. Um, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> I wasted a couple hours of yours, I'm sure. <laughs> Anyways, X-Ray, you have a little announcement um, about your next movie for next time, um, when that next time might be. Yeah, so we're taking a short little mini summer break. At least I am, because I'll, I'll be uh, out of the state for a decent amount of time. Um, so probably in probably two weeks, we won't have another episode. And I, I'll wait to see what's streaming in July. We'll we'll pick something in July. So check Twitter, check TikTok, check all that stuff. Teacher Film Talk on Twitter. It's probably the best spot. Um, but yeah, two weeks, get a break from us. Two weeks, you get a break. Um, and you also get a cliffhanger of what you're going to watch for the next episode. Cause we're going to wait it out. Yeah. I, I kind of want to pick like a summer blockbuster movie, but we'll see. It's a good pick. Um, you and I are going to see asteroid city this Friday. So here's a question I have for you. Out of the the big summer releases we have, I think we have three. Mm -hmm. Barbie. Yes. Oppenheimer. Yes. Asteroid City. Is there another summer release I'm missing? Um, That's pretty big. As long as you throw Indiana Jones in there. Are you being for real? Can't tell (laughs) if that's a joke or not. (laughs) I don't know if that's a big release for you is what I'm saying. Is that for you? No. Okay. <laughs> I, 
I've heard not great things. Okay, but I know it might be a big release for a large majority of people. It's going to make a lot of true. Money. True. Um, out of those three, what are you most excited for? Asteroid City, baby, without a question. Um, really? Yeah, and I don't know. Like, I was thinking about this the other day. I might be more excited for Barbie if I'm being real. Really? Over Oppenheimer, yeah. Dude, I'm pumped for Oppenheimer. I don't know. I just, I, I just love Christopher Nolan. I might even, I might even like have to go to a city to see it in IMAX. That's how pumped mm. I feel about it. I will go with you gladly. Okay, we might have to take a little field trip. Yeah. That yeah, I think I just keep seeing, I just keep seeing things on Twitter that it's Christopher Nolan's like we're we're putting so much sound into the, to this movie it's gonna blast people away like. I'm sorry, that gets me pumped up. I hadn't heard nothing of that, so maybe I will put this in my number two spot. Yeah, I think, and I'm 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 really pumped for Barbie too, though, and Asteroid City. It's just it's just gonna be good all around. Yeah, I feel like I'm definitely missing one or two. Well, I just watched um, Francis Ha yesterday. Oh yeah, first time. Okay, well, I'm blanking on the director's name of Barbie because she directed that Greta too. Gerwig. Greta Gerwig, yes, she yeah. is awesome. She was, she's the main character in Francis. Yeah, um, and so maybe I'm a little biased because I did like that movie a lot. She did uh, Lady Bird too, right? She did, which I think we have different opinions on. Yeah, it's good, but slightly overrated. Oh, I love Lady Bird. People are putting it in everything, everywhere territory in their conversations. And I don't think that's, that's I would. right. You would? I would. Wow. You know, I was going to talk about everything, everywhere with this whole ceiling movie thing. Because when you go into everything, everywhere, you maybe have a ceiling for it. And then it completely destroys the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Right? Because it's just so unpredictable. And it's like 10 movies packed into one. Well, I kind of hate preconceived ceilings um when i go to movies and i had a Me really too. i had yeah i had a really high preconceived ceiling for everything everywhere so i was going in with expectations like this is amazing and it exceeded those expectations even yeah so always try and get away from the expectations but i i think it's impossible yeah yeah a- asteroid city has some pretty big expectations yeah, yeah, I'm excited, and that's just yeah, a I'm excited. Too. Yeah, you don't seem too pumped. You're the you like Wes. Oh, I love Wes. Yeah. I'm just. I I would say I'm a little worried after the French Dispatch. Ah, uh, but I, I like like I said on the Moonrise Kingdom episode, even bad Wes is great. That is true. That is true. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm excited. You're excited. It'll be a fun experience. Um, until next time, TTF Nation. It's going to be a little bit. Hang in there. Catch up on some old episodes you missed. Um, there's enough in the catalog at this point. Um, what, what would you recommend for all our new listeners to go listen listen to? Which episodes? I'm going to deflect that and give that to you first, and then I'll give mine. Wow. Wow. Because that's a great um, question, and I feel like you deserve first picks. I'll, I'll give you two. Um, 
uh, maybe three, maybe four. Um, I was thinking about our bird band episode the other day. Isn't mm. that where we talked about uh, lazy days? Sloth man. Yes. Great, great episode. Yeah. I can't believe we've just never talked about that again. <laughs> that was, that was X. That's probably my second favorite episode. Yeah, that one's great. Um, I mean, I go back to Blade all the time. Bloodsport, great one. Um, I know you would probably say Akiru. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, those are those are the top ones, I think. That Akiru was my top. Um, Birdman second. Um, I mean, they're all just so dang good. You really, yeah, you're all really the, not. All the rest are just. <laughs> Just so great, it's hard to. Yeah. You know, you're you're not going to be wasting an hour of your life listening to listening to these two cats. Don't listen to the uh, "Once Upon a Time in America" episode. I'll give you a pass on that one. You don't have to listen to that. <laughs> Which episode do you think is our worst one? Hmm. American Psycho is pretty fun. That was a fun one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's where we did our uh, our morning routines as yeah. Patrick Bateman. Yeah, that was funny. Um, and face off, face off was tough. Um, face off was tough. It's just hard to uh, get into it. Yeah. Um, oh, the wrestler. Great episode. Great episode. I was gonna say, are you about to that? No, no, no. That That's a foundational story. episode of TTF. That is, that is. If you consider yourself a fan of, if you consider yourself in TTF Nation, in the audience of none, and you haven't listened to the wrestler episode, um, you're not you're playing yourself. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had a lot of foundational episodes as I'm scrolling through. Yeah. We So let's close out. We'll give them the Mount Rushmore of TTF episodes that you would put on our Mount Rushmore. Top four. Top four. Um, I'm going to go Blade. I'm going to go um, Bloodsport. I'm going to mm-hmm. go Birdman and The Wrestler. Are you sure you're not a dad right now? because those are those those are definitely not all dad movies i would say birdman is the farthest thing from a dad movie yeah three out of the four ah so maybe we need to start watching only dad movies (laughs) we could have a like july could be our summer dad season (laughs) yeah Mm, that Um, would be i kind of like that idea yeah well you get first pick with that so it's actually a good idea. We'll do that. I was thinking we've never really watched a Western and that I've, we got, there's plenty of Westerns out there that we could watch. Speaking of ceiling movies, they definitely have ceilings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I got on our Mount Rushmore. Um, I'm doing Akiru. I'm doing, I'm writing them down. I'm doing the wrestler. I feel like out of respect, I won't choose Blade because I know how much Blade means to you on an individual level. Um, So out of respect, I will not put Blade on my Rushmore. Uh, 
Mm, Akiru, the wrestler. Birdman, easy money. And... Hmm. What about... Uh, uh, shoot. Um, Jesus Shuttlesworth. I was going to oh, call it Hoop Dreams. He got game. Yeah, that was a funny one. Yeah. Oh, maybe yeah. maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> I keep going back to on the count of three. That was a fun one. It's kind of heavy. Ooh, that was a, that was yeah. That's a good one though. Yeah, yeah. And that's a that's a good under the radar uh, movie. Yeah. So if you're feeling a like a dad day marathon, go with X rays Rushmore. If you're into a roller coaster of human experience events, check out mine. Can you imagine watching what in a, just a day if you were to watch Akiru the wrestler on the count of three and what was it Birdman? <laughs> you, you would you'd have like ten existential crises <laughs> and you would just be a different person at the 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 next day you woke up. Yeah. I was gonna. I I still want to review. Bo is afraid, and I know that might oh. that has potential of being Rushmore worthy. <laughs> yeah, if that yeah if that goes on streaming, we should we should do that. Uh, the, the ultimate dad, the ultimate dad movie. Bo is afraid. <laughs> <laughs> it's it. You can now buy it um, on Amazon. Bo is afraid is actually probably the ultimate mom movie, right? Yeah, I was gonna correct you and say it's probably the mom movie, but. And if you've seen Bo Afraid, I just made a really good joke. And if you haven't, it probably didn't make any sense. No. Well, that's why they need to watch it, and that's why we need to review it. Maybe when it comes out on Blu-ray. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. Anyways, until next time, TTF Nation, stay up to date on things. Enjoy your break. Get caught up on some pods. Do your homework. Go on a hike. And peace out. Peace out.